The Tottenham Chronicles podcast is a Pochettino's barbecue production. In association with Does the Rwandan National Team Have Visit Woolwich on their shirt sleeve productions. Featuring two Sunday morning footballers enjoying the fast carnival that is Premier League football through cockerel eyes. So, Jake, what, what's happened to uh, I'm, I? I played uh, football. You, you, you did as well for our Sunday morning team for 13 years. I did for 13 years. Uh, I'm yeah. no longer on the uh, WhatsApp group because I'm not in yeah. London. Yeah. What is happening yeah. with the club right now? Yeah, I've, I've stuck around just because it seems to be good value. But yeah, yeah essentially they've been uh, <laughs> kicked out of the league for disciplinary issues. Wonderful. Which you know we knew about a while ago. Um, I kind of went into it with you about the whole when they were told they need to stop getting booked. One yeah. of them was like, "What? Well, so we just let people beat us?" So, well, no, defend better. Uh, it's not just you don't just foul people if they beat you. If they beat you, they beat you. This yeah. isn't fucking Champions League final. We don't need cynical yellows in Sunday League. But anyway, so they've been kicked out of the league. But just as a bit of context, we won two fair play seasons, uh, fair play awards in a row. Oh, so we've gone from thirteen years of fair play to whatever the hell this is. Yeah, exactly. Absolute carnage. Uh, but apparently, on the FA website, they've been notified that uh, they have to pay 175 pound uh, for the incident in the cup final. Now, I don't know what this incident is, but yeah. obviously, I was curious. Nobody seems to have gone in into any detail about it. But they're all basically asking, "Are we going to have to pay this? Is it going to be transferred to next league?" There was one message that stuck out. Stuck out. The guy basically said, "What the fuck did we do wrong? Is it because of my dad?" <laughs> okay, so there's a suggestion yeah. that he's worried about whatever his dad did. Let, dad did. Let's find out exactly. what his contact was. Yeah, well, that's exactly it. Sadly, nobody goes into any detail about what his dad did, but somebody said, not specifically your dad, but I think both that and the guys on the sideline for, and then in air quotes, abusing a ref after the game and all that stuff. So uh, clearly they had a very good time. So basically yeah, we but, can extrapolate with, we extrapolate with the father going on, to, he's going on to the pitch or um, making his voice well-known uh, generally, because we, we've been involved in a match before where a match was abandoned for, what was it? Somebody's dad did go on the pitch to protect yeah, the yeah. son. Oh, yeah, the exactly. was abandoned because uh, somebody punched the referee in his first <laughs> game, an American dude, his first game on the marches, his first match was abandoned because he got punched in a melee as the dad was trying to protect his goalkeeper's son. I mean, he was trying to protect him by fighting people. It seemed football. a little bit weird. I can't remember. I think somebody just, we had a few, we had a fair few cumbersome players and I think somebody was just a bit cumbersome in, in challenging the goalkeeper. Uh, yeah. And the dad didn't like it, yeah. And Someone went the, for uh, Boris Johnson. The American and, uh, ref on his first dad introduction uh, caught astray. <laughs> <laughs> And immediately called the game off. And it was right in the end as well. I think yeah, it was pretty it was much. Like a 96 minute uh, abandonment of match. Yeah, you got to just load up for full time and, and be done with it. But yeah. yeah, no one, no one was. There was no dad on the touchline with a big watch, just uh, checking the time. And no. then him, him getting on the pitch because he thought the referee wasn't giving the, the the appointed amount of time. And then subsequently having that match abandoned. Yes, so that's good. I I I'd like uh, the fact that I'm not on the WhatsApp group anymore. Um, I was there for a very long time. Not any of that, but vicariously living through that for yourself. That, that's that's that's. Uh, that's oh, I say it just gives me, it gives me an insight into the 
the mode of the, the modern Sunday. Who are these people? Who are I don't these know. people to have gone from full full um, exemplars of the game, where I had referees coming up to me and said, "Mark, Mark, you're a little bit aggressive today. You really, <laughs> you the game doesn't need that, Mark. We don't need that from you. You're better than that, Mark." So to go from that and and uh, a couple of uh, fair play awards to uh, was it my dad getting on the pitch for a fight? What, what yeah. is, what, what's happened? What's yeah, happened to I the know. side? I know. Yeah, it's uh, yeah. Well, thankfully, I was able to get out just before COVID who, kicked who in, so COVID was a convenient excuse. Authority, who's like the, the the most placid casual <laughs> Matt? If you ever listen to this, you're the most placid casual person on earth. How have you presided over? How have you recruited these uh, these pirates? These these cutthroat varmints who are doing whatever they can yeah. to get an advantage in the game. Yeah, well, Matt. I think he, he um, absolved himself of responsibility, and somebody else took it on. So right. I think he's I think he's still around and still involved, but I don't think he plays that often. He turns up that much. Yeah, I think he was just getting tired of it. <laughs> That's fair so, enough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, okay, well, that, that was that was a glimpse of that world. That was uh, yeah. the Sunday morning football world. Hackney Marshes, 13 years. Um, uh, absolutely brilliant. I don't know where, where or how or, uh, this has come to this, but uh, the, the long and short of it, uh, our boys, all the old veterans, are going away to Barcelona in October. Barcelona. What's yeah. that? Yeah, we're going to do that in October, the five side. Um, so we're, we're keeping the flag flying. There will be no fathers entering the pitch. Um, they, they won't be able to find us. They can't find us. They cannot find us. Uh, there's no way of doing that. We're on our own um, as uh, diplomats for the Hackney Marshes uh, Hackney Marshes League. Uh, so we're here to talk about Tottenham. We, that was a yeah. nice five-minute uh, segue away from all of that shit. But it does give you uh, an idea of uh, where we are coming at, or, or where we are coming from, or coming to, or coming at as as, as a podcast. We are here about the football and playing the football and being a footballer and uh, going to the pub afterwards and forgetting about a shit result in a way that fans can never do. They never can do. And yeah. I, I found quite interesting that the further that I've gone from playing regularly, uh, you become that hysterical fan. But as a player, yeah. it's always there's another fucking match. It's never going to go exactly. anywhere. It's going to be okay. Um, if you, if you, um, the, the the development of any football team and uh, success or failure is so arbitrary to get all of those elements together all at the same time. Uh, lives, ideas of football, ideas of yourself in the game, ideas of your projection of yourself in the game. Uh, to 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 get all that coinciding. Uh, in eleven blokes with substitutes and in, 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 in a in a professional environment, and, and in, in Tottenham's case, with their ridiculously no football bloated thirty nine man squad, mm. where lots of people aren't doing anything to get aside uh, to be a, co- a coherent thing um, in a way that Ange Postecoglou is is attempting now is extremely difficult tightrope to walk. Um, mm. But uh, we are turning our back on morbid, uh, results-driven, 
performance preserving games into a carefree Harry Redknapp um, Pochettino let's let's give it a go and run around a bit that's great that's great uh, for all of the uh, the posturing that clubs do to get to a certain level in the game you either buy it or you have to work at it we couldn't buy it but we were pretending to um, be in that in, in, in that bracket of team uh, we have now dispensed with that format yeah. and we've gone back to uh, Darren Kasky John Monker <laughs> fucking Vinny Samways, oh, we might be good, we might be shit, who cares? Um, of which it's just something that every fan can identify with. Uh, the shackles are off. Uh, it's unbridled crap. Uh, it, it's like I was saying before. Uh, anybody who comes after Conte will look like a creative genius. Whether yeah. uh, Ange Postacoglu is a creative genius or not is irrelevant. We are going in a different direction. We have gone uh, the full 180. We're going the opposite yeah. direction, which is great. <laughs> yeah. And there will be we're going we, we're entering the season. We're after finishing eighth, which is sort of the worst. Uh, um, uh, finished their season for the last 10, 15 years. Uh, we have we've not been used to that. That um, to be fed that kind of uh, b- b- result. Um, and now we are looking at the end of careers. We're looking at the end of um, Hugo, who still hasn't yeah. left. He's still here. We're looking at the end of Dyer, who's been there nine years. We're looking at the end of Davis, who's been there for a very long time. Kane, we're going to keep going. We'll get on to him. Son, we're going to keep going. Um, but it's a whole a whole new ideology, which isn't a new ideology. It's the only ideology that, that we're pursuing now. Um, so we're we're embarking on the new season. We're playing Brentford away. I don't know anything about Brentford away, but that's absolutely fine. And, and at this point, nobody cares. I think at the first month of the season, it's about yourself and getting yourself prepared. And um, uh, the 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 summer tour has been slightly bitty, slightly pikey, a little bit cheap. Um, not really playing anyone of any note until last night when we played Barcelona. Yeah. Um, so we're gonna be we're going to be half cooked. Our, our pre-season will be for the first month of the season, but I am sure. Uh, there'll be an international break after the first two games or some shit. Um, yeah, yeah, I think there is. So it's it's very very optimistic. It's brilliant. It's brilliant. I really enjoyed what went on at uh, the, the the Olympic Stadium or wherever the hell it was in in Barcelona yesterday. Um, mm. Some really good stuff. Yeah, really, even really, really good stuff. Yeah, yeah. Was that? Even as the second string, it was yeah, some excellent. Was I mean, second, second I think string, yeah. without, it was second string plus Basuma, really, wasn't it? It was. Um, yeah. But yeah, no, there was some, there was some excellent stuff. Yeah, we were out bastering Barca in patches. That's crazy. It's, it really is crazy. Yeah. Um. So. 
I think we should just go straight to I'll pick up of Lion City Sailors or a bit of fucking West Ham or whatever it was, but because it's been somewhat of a mess and because we've been looking at uh, uh, Poster Cogley and seeing what's he going to do with this thing um, uh, the last time we spoke I was very, very much in the camp of uh, Van de Ven was was coming uh, but then nothing happened for such a long time Um, it just so, it, it transpired that Levy didn't want to pay the airfare for him to go to Thailand, Philippines, or wherever the hell, Australia, <laughs> and just waited as, uh, as soon as it was over to uh, announce the uh, signing of him, uh, coinciding with the the petition against the club about a 20% price hike uh, for yeah. blokes who pay on the day. Um we're not stupid. This has always happened. You, you always reserve good news for when bad news comes to, to, to deflect from the bad news. And it was yeah. uh, very swiftly afterwards, uh, after the, the, the um, it was revealed that everybody was um, appalled by the price hike that the new signings, um, the announcements of the new signings that would have been probably done weeks before um, we're announced, so that's good. Keep them in your back pocket for a rainy day. That, that was a rainy day, and they and, and they did it. Um, but it's good. It's exciting. I think Van de Ven, off the very small fragment, and all I need is fragments. Yeah. Because I will spend lots of my time watching you um, to uh, to to the nth degree, and it will be appalling. And I'm trying to find a way to think that you're good, but very. Seldom does does it happen. Jan Vertonghen had this. He had this. Yeah. yeah. He's like, I, I can play football and I can run. Yeah. These, these these are all that anybody ever wants. And it's not, you don't even need fucking data for this shit. You can see yeah. it. You can see it. Yeah. But unfortunately, we're in a situation where we don't know where Paratici is. Uh, he's on the end of the phone. Scott Munn hasn't even started yet. Um, yes, I think something weird's gone on with it. I don't yeah. know what exactly in terms of it being delayed. I think, uh, City haven't released him or something. Yeah, something odd. I don't know what he knows about the City group. I don't know why they've, uh, they've, they've, kept, yeah. that, they've kept that under wraps. So, um, yeah, so it looks... <laughs> It looks like how we were saying before. I love the Van der Ven thing. It will completely revolutionise our back four. We saw, I think so. yeah. despite Sanchez um, being very good at the, <laughs> the last ditch guy. I mean, I mean, if ever there was a situation that he was creating a uh, a calling card for anybody else on earth to sign him, that was that was last night. He was he was very very good, but only in the defensive set, not in a football sense. Yeah, no, there's uh, nothing came from him. Arahal, which is great. Uh, full stretch. Uh, he was full stretch all over the place, um, tackling with his wrong foot wherever he where, wherever he could find it. Um, and uh, if, if if whoever wants to sign him, um, I, I think I, I I tweeted that um, you know he can sack his agent now because he just showed the highlights from that game and he looks like a world beater. Um, without yeah, no, yeah, any, yeah any I'd say defensively, defensively, defensively he was good. I mean, I mean, not not for the first goal, but um, after that, yeah, yeah, no, no, he was he was solid. But yeah, as you say, it's 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 everything that 
else. It's like there's a James sent me some like tactical analysis. Essentially, it's talking about big problems for big Ange. Uh, essentially, it's just talking about how obviously if you fall back to cut in, then you can get exposed on the wing. And they were targeting Davinson, so they were pressing him. It's like, well, yeah, you would because give him the ball, and that's when the problems start. It's, <laughs> uh, the, the defensive stuff isn't so much of an issue. Uh, and at no point did he mention that Davidson isn't going to be playing left centre back for us. So it was. Um, it seemed a bit of an odd analysis. He wasn't wrong, but if you've got two guys who are comfortable being pressed, which Romero and Van der Ven are, uh, then it doesn't matter. And so if you then you chuck Eve into into the mix, he, he was a little bit cautious initially, but grew into the game yesterday uh, against Barca. And, yeah, uh, yeah by the end of it, he was, very, very he was running the show. I think I, I yeah, I, I posted this is going to be a massacre. In the end, it was a massacre, but uh, we didn't. Uh, we were winning that game for more than we weren't. And we were very, very good. Um, but it was the B team, and then after the B team, we brought on the bums and, and the kids who needed a taste of that kind of shit to give them an idea yeah, of what like- is required if you want to fucking do this properly. Because we need to be playing at their yeah. level. I wasn't re- impressed by Barcelona at all, but. When they're bringing Not sixteen really. year olds um, to rinse Ricky on on the, on the wing, you're like, oh, we, you know, what, we, we don't have any of that shit. Um, no, that, that no, kind no. Of, you, you're full of exuberance, but um, yes, yes, um, it was a completely B side. Uh, the bench was even less so, or, or far removed from the the first team. Uh, yeah. But they absolutely held their own. There was a lot to build on. Um, um, I think it was extremely confidence-inducing um, uh, stuff. Let's give them a taste yeah. of what yeah, yeah. was going on. Um, uh, yeah, to be two one up for such a long period of time, and, uh, and particularly Oliver Skip. Oliver Skip's got to get his flowers. Yeah. Oliver yeah, yeah. Skip, uh, who uh, everybody thought was six. Um, uh, Cogley is pushed into an eight and he's bobbing on and getting on the end of shit. Who, who, knew, <laughs> who knew that he could do that? No one, no one. The coach has just said, I, Whatever I want you, whatever you do in an eight, the ball's on the other side of the pitch, I want you in the box. Fucking easy stuff that yeah. everybody knows about in any level of football all of the time. Yeah. How are you going to score? What's the easiest way of scoring? Be as close to the goal as possible when the ball arrives. Great. <laughs> Great. Don't stand around miles away on the off chance that it might deflect and go in. Mm. Uh, that's, that's, uh, it's astonishing how much people get paid to play football and watch football and uh, coach football. When yeah. It really is just fit blokes running hard. Yeah. And being able to kick the ball in a straight line. That's yeah. it. That fucking is it. And um, yeah, we, we've completely, we're, we're reducing the age profile of the squad. Now we're having get more runners in the side. We need more legs in the team. Um, mm. I was listening to some awful podcasts or awful takes on podcasts. Um, I don't know whether they were trying to deliberately be contrary. I, 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 it, it's, a, it's offensive. Basically, Whenever I say anything about the game, it's because I believe it. I don't say something because I think that there, there would be a reaction online. It's bloody yeah. awful. 
It's bloody awful. <laughs> Talk sports for that. We don't need yeah. this shit. That's the point that uh, why podcasts and what we do is really, really interesting. It's because it's we don't. There's no agenda. Yeah. Like you, you see it. Uh, your uh, particularly if you're, uh, uh, anybody who's ever played the game, it's just the purity of the match, and that's and that's that's all there is. Um, and I heard this crap about how they weren't sure about Matasar, and it just I, I just I spat out my cornflakes, man. <laughs> I spat out my cornflakes. If you cannot see that this team, this team needs uh... legs. You, 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 I, I don't care whether he's, and, and I, I disagree with this as well. That there's um, a skills gap, there's a, a technical uh, yeah. d- 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 uh, deficiency there. He's yeah, got no, the ball isn't. and can run. Yeah. Yeah. This side needs runners. We need more runners. We need more legs. We need people. When uh, we played Shakhtar, uh, Matasar was on the heels of. Um, Harry Kettleman, who was scoring his goal for three of his goals, Matasar could have scored that goal. Yeah, and that the amount of legs to be physically there to do that is immense. Um, yeah. By the same token, Oliver Skip, who has got no legs, was still on the end of shit. <laughs> um, astonishing. So, the, with a club that you've got, Kulu can't really run. Uh, Carrie Kane absolutely can't run. Uh, Son chooses his moments to run. Okay, that's three. Though so you're not quite getting it. Yeah. In the midfield, Madison doesn't really run. He lets the ball do the work, which is perfectly acceptable. Uh, Bissouma can run, but in a six, you've got to be quite disciplined. Matasar. Yeah. Suddenly we're going. Adogi, we, we've seen already, can run. He's moving. Yeah. He's, he's moving. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, Poro, if he goes, can run. Mm. Uh, but you know, um, we're not, we haven't even got onto the fact that we're, we're, we're double inverting, which is something that even Pep and Arteta are not doing. Everybody single inverts, but yeah. double inverts. I, yeah. I, I, I don't know what. I, I genuinely have no idea what's going on. So if you are like at our, at our level, it'll be a bloke who just comes inside. Yeah. He's just coming inside. Like, all right. Yeah. Okay, you're coming inside loads. Um, in my... And I kind of get it. But in my... In all of football, it's always keep the make the pitch as wide as possible. Um, but... Uh, yeah. Inverting everybody is about getting um, overloads in central midfield to free up uh, players uh, further forward. And... Um, yeah. Yeah. yeah, I mean, you can usually see when when the fullbacks are tucked in, Son and Decky are very wide. But I mean, you'd have to be because both, whoever it will be, Skip and Lichelso or Madison, and um, don't know who it would be. It would be Benton obviously, eventually. But Asar, they're pretty much on the edge of the box. Uh, so yeah, there is there is the width is there. It's a slightly different role for Son because his game is usually being wide and, and cutting in and he can still do a bit of that. Uh, but when the middle is as congested as it is, I think there is probably more of a requirement for him to be crossing the ball. Uh, but yeah, the double invert, I say having, I wouldn't say I mocked uh, the inverted fullback with uh, Pep and thing, but it, it felt slightly hipsterish. Um, 
and then we've doubled it. But you know, it's um, it clearly works. Like I was looking before the game, so I mean, the Barca game, it wasn't really the first team, so it's not. I mean, the stats weren't too bad. Uh, and taken into account, obviously, these are pre-season friendlies, and some of the opposition are questionable. Uh, but against West Ham, we had 32 shots, 13 on target. Against Lion City Sailors, we had 37 shots, 11 on target. And against uh, Shakhtar, we had 32 shots with 20 on target. So we, we are seriously generating goal-scoring opportunities and chances. I mean, as you say, we're following three years of fucking Nuno, Mourinho and Conte where taking risks and getting shots off and creating opportunities to get shots off were so few and far between uh, that anything is going to seem like an improvement but I feel like we are going to score a lot this season probably going to concede loads but we're going to score I feel like we're going to score a fuckload yeah, I don't and, mind um, in, in a season where we're trying to get Harry Kane to, if he goes on a free, we want, four, what is it, 47 goals? 47, 47 goals. Yeah. yeah. So if we're going to score loads and concede loads, um, what? who cares? As long as we're scoring loads and Harry Kane gets 47 in the league, um, yeah. he, can, he can leave on a free. Because um, he, he must be thinking that. He must think, great, I just need to get 47 in the league this season. And then I'm free. The curse is lifted. Yeah. Yeah. And then you can go anywhere. Because if yeah, he doesn't get that amount of goals, he'll be 27 short or something stupid. And then he fucks off somebody somewhere else in, in a different league for a couple of years. And um, yeah, you can rest assured that Daniel Levy will never, over his dead body, allow Harry Kane to become the Premier League goals, top goal scorer ever. Not at Tottenham after he scored the majority of his goals at Tottenham. Yeah. He will never allow that. No. No. So. Yeah. Yeah, I think it, well, it needs, this year I think it, I think it plays well. I mean, it, you know, yeah, there's obviously there's still the chance for him to fuck off, but I don't think he will. It seems to be trending. I'm sure it's just for clicks and stuff. But I don't think he's going. I think it's too close to the season. Yeah, <laughs> yeah really. Um, and he won't want to fuck us over, and the club won't want to sell him because it will just look horrendous. You've left it this late to actually do it if you're going to do it you should have done it months ago so we can actually prepare but we immediately go four days to the new season you're going to rip out the guy who's been the heart of it all <laughs> for the best part of a decade <laughs> so yeah so uh, yeah I see him sticking around and why would you you know he's already seen the amount of chances he's going to get so uh, this, is, this, this could be an opportunity for him to have a very good time because even if we're losing matches, he'll be scoring fucking six goals a game, so it doesn't matter. Yeah. Yeah, if the Shakhtar was anything to go by, he pretty much did nothing and scored four. Yeah. He just sat there and tapped shit in. Yeah, no, exactly. Which is something, because he's been working quite hard uh, to get his goals for the last few years. It's something out of nothing, 20, 30 yarders, incredible headers. Uh, these guys, this was just mm. patting balls in, rebounds, like really basic yeah. 
basic stuff, and that's a lot of goals. Yeah. Like, yeah, if you're yeah. going to see it, like what was going on with Harlem this year, his goal reel is fucking horrible. It just happens. Yeah, I know. It's not, it doesn't... <laughs> yeah. Stop it. Yeah. Stop it. So get, let's get our tapping uh, quota up. Um, you, when you consider how hard, yeah, Harry Kane's um, worked to get to get his goals, and they're all yeah. like collector's items. They're all beautiful things. You think, oh, this is unsustainable um, to, to, to score like that. But people like Conte and uh, Jose are absolutely counting on it. So, oh, this guy's going to score a royalty every fucking mm. week. And we all just sit behind the ball. <laughs> Dear God. That's emotionally exhausting. Mm. When you could easily just play well and score tappings. Yeah. If the other team don't have clinical finishes, they won't score as many because you do. Is yeah. Fuck exactly. me. Okay, we're going to play a basketball match. Uh, how many three-pointers of players have you got? Uh, <laughs> well, exactly. we, we, we have more, so we win. Just absurd. Just Title win with every game being one seven six. Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't, doesn't matter. So, yeah. um, yes, uh, I, I'm not going to go through the, the, the West Ham. So the West Ham we lost, uh, but they're um, they're not signing players, players or they're sending players. But uh, uh, David Morris is now going to uh, half. He's still got a contract with United, so he's going to take uh, a cut of the uh, McTominay and um, Harry Maguire deals. Um, I said sack Morris immediately before he gets the chance to bring in those bums. Yeah. Uh, he's got uh, 105 million pounds for the rice thing which is a fucking skank uh, <laughs> but everybody knows it <laughs> and, you know, uh, everybody knows that boys is still on the United payroll and, uh, yeah. it's like all we're going to do is like you're going to um, take our bumps at 80 million pounds and uh, you're going to get a cut on it, Mr. David Moyes, because he should never be a United manager in the first place. You're going to do us solid. Mm. That, um, I mean, City, Gavardi, now, uh, I heard that they were putting in an 85 million bid for a fat bastard, Paqueta, at West Ham. <laughs> Yeah, yeah that could easily. Right? 190 million That's, pounds. I don't understand that one. Paqueta and Rice. <laughs> Paqueta is some fucking one paced weirdo. He's not. 85 million pounds. He's I mean, not very good. Who's he? I don't, I don't know what. Who's Mario's replacement? Hey? replacement? That's a Mario's replacement? Yeah, I mean, yeah. I think no, I don't really understand it. Uh, yeah, I, I, I don't know. I think Cole Palmer, is it Palmer who scored that goal against Arsenal at the weekend? Is it, is it Cole Palmer? Yeah, he looks all right. It's okay, but he looks homegrown, doesn't no. he? He looks a little bit homegrown. Yeah, oh, he's got a homegrown fringe. Yeah, it's, uh, I, don't, I don't know whether that globally that works. Um, no, no. No, no. But you know, no, if he no. gets a lot of games this season, he'll he'll sort all that out. Yeah, yeah, he'll sort that shit out. Yeah. Um, so yes, I think cutting cutting out all the other shit about yes, we were brilliant against Barca. We played line city series, which we were supposed to be fucking yeah. Roma. 
So what can you what can you say about playing the the, the sea farmers? Yeah, I mean, I didn't see that one. Uh, I only saw bits of West Ham one. That ended up 5-1, right? 5-1 City, uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. was that the one with Richarlison? Um, scored a bunch. Richarlison scored... Uh, he scored... He scored a hat-trick, but all of them were stolen goals. He mugged. Yeah. He mugged. Uh, which is something that we will, we will be looking at more if Kane goes. It's um, it's effort and stealing and pickpocketing goals rather than uh, scoring stuff out of nowhere. But if if we're playing more football, um, maybe he'll get his fair share of tappings. And now that they've relaxed the offside, offside. Goal, <laughs> he'll, he'll, those goals will be yeah. Uh, yeah, restored. Yeah. As you said, if Kane is if we're just generating tappings for Kane, I feel like Richarlison could probably be could put up some pretty good numbers as a tapping yeah. movement. Yeah. Uh, he's the sort of guy yeah, he so does get on the end of stuff. So. Five, one, West yeah, 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 totally. Yeah, totally. And the Shakhtar, that was was that five one in the end. And then, curiously, we had almost a week off where other teams were playing high profile matches uh, in the states. Um, although it would appear that Manchester United were losing all of them as they were going. <laughs> Uh, we had a week off again, which might be genius, which might be genius. Um, but then, then we had Shakhtar and Barcelona within 40, 48 hours, which is a very strange, um, yeah. setup. But I think the, the Shakhtar was because of Manus Solomon and, uh, as a, a last minute condition of that deal. Um, it's still to be decided what we pay for him um, because that looks like a little bit of uh, sharp sharp practice mm. uh, there, which is fine. Um, but uh, I think basically let, let's look at the... Let's look at the first team for the Brentford match because that's yep. the only one that matters really. Yeah. Uh, yes, we had our B team against Barcelona last night. Yes, there was um, a, a lot of credit for a certain bunch of people. Uh, we played our best team. Barcelona would have known about it and maybe would have played a little bit better themselves. Who knows? Um, then without Dembele isn't quite the same thing. They look relatively one-paced now, but um, that's okay. <laughs> Um, it's the same shit that we were talking about before with the back four. This is entirely new, and um, I accept an entirely new back four if the goalkeeper wasn't new, but the goalkeeper is new. And as we have seen, um, and I don't know whether this is just a, a complete uh, Twitter storm and that these people aren't real, or those opinions aren't real. Um, I have... I will not condemn or pass any judgment on Vicario in a no. situation where he's got a back four in front of him of total strangers. Yeah. Um, if we are going to play, but we're going to have to work this out quick, if we're going to play this ridiculous high line, we need a goalkeeper who is also ready to jump off his line very, very quickly. We've seen with Edison... Uh, 
whoever that um was it Ortega who played for oh, yeah. Man City the weekend? Yeah. Uh, Onana. We've seen it with Ramsdale. Um, and I think they've they've gone too far with the sweeper keeper thing. Um, you remember a few years ago we played in a just the fire side in Algarve, and their goalkeeper was almost ahead yeah. of their defenders. Yeah. Yeah, and it gives you it gives you it does give you a huge advantage, maybe in a, in a small sided uh, pitch like that. But um, it's not lost on me that Anana was chipped on his home debut. <laughs> <laughs> you bitch! And he was eat, eating side netting. Oh yeah, getting, yeah. Getting a good good portion of side netting. Yeah, he didn't he didn't give up hope on that one. He properly yeah. committed. Yeah, yeah. In the back of the net. Yeah, and he yeah, he was fully fully home debut. Take that, fans! <laughs> he got people with their hands in their heads um, behind the goal. It's just oh shit, oh shit! Brave new world. We could have done with the stay at home De Gea who just fucking fly hacks it out for a throw in. I'll take the throw in over being chipped from forty yards. Mm. so they're doing that they're doing that and if we're going to be playing this aggressive high line yes uh, we're now going to have a dogi um, Basuma sitting in uh, splitting the centre backs yeah. uh, Royale in, in the centre of the park as well to release Skip and Lacelso or Madison or Saar whoever it is yeah but if you're going to play a high line, what is the goalkeeper doing? At the moment, we've got a goalkeeper who plays a sit-at-home goalkeeper in a high line. Sit-at-home in a high line is absolutely awful. It's death. It's death. Um, you may as well um, uh, find a happy medium where your defence isn't so high and your goalkeeper isn't so stay-at-home. So that distance that he's got to find... Uh, oh, it happens a lot of times with in Sunday morning football. If I'm playing high, I want my goalkeeper to be playing high as well. Because yeah. I don't want one ball to beat me and that's it. Yeah. Um, I need the opposition to know if that ball goes over the top and it's not perfect, the goalkeeper's yeah. picking it up. But if the goalkeeper's yeah. standing on his goal line, <laughs> that's a lot of grass. That's a yeah, lot of grass available. So if the car is just me hanging off his crossbar, yeah. then that's going to be an issue. So uh, we need to see... Like in the early days of um, Hugh Gallerese, the early days of Hugh Gallerese, he was flying off his line. Mm. Um, at the moment, I haven't seen anything. And that's not to say it's not there, because maybe he's um, marking his cards and, and choosing. He's being a little bit more um, judicious about his um, uh, running off the line. Yeah. But I haven't seen anything. Yet. No, from, I mean, there's that uh, one header. <laughs> what the the yeah, there's a header. That was a header. But yeah, other than that, yeah, no, not really. But no. then, certainly with... Um, I don't have a problem with it. It, it. It's just he's working out his distances with his back four. And certainly he can't learn anything from the um, the Barcelona game. The Shakhtar, I don't see... But Shakhtar didn't even come to play any football. I don't not know really. what, what they were doing. Um but yeah, if you're going to play a high line, your goalkeeper has to be sprinting out of the blocks. Um, uh, so how do you see the 
how do you see the back four for the I think it's pretty obvious, but the back four for the Brentford match? Um yeah, I don't know if he's gonna I don't think he's gonna chuck Van Der Ven in immediately. I don't think so. Yeah. No, I don't no. think so. Um I don't know why he would. He's just come over here, he's got nowhere to live. Yeah, exactly. Um, he just needs to sit on a bench and watch. Uh, yeah, so yeah, back four. Back um, four. Yeah, uh, Idogie, who looks just mustard. Um, he looks already just entirely yeah. composed and ready to play football. Um, I'm not sure he's 20. And Davis. Yeah. Uh, I suppose probably Ben Davies. Maybe left centre back. <laughs> I think so. Yeah, and then Romero and um, Emerson. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. I think that's perfectly acceptable. Emerson, uh, um, he's been pretty good. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Did you see his backflip against Shakhtar? <laughs> yeah. Fucking hell. Yeah. Also, to James, literally everything he does is with his fucking highlight reel. In mind, right? There's, there's nothing, there's nothing that he doesn't do that he's not thinking. This is going to go into my video. Mm. Absolutely everything. No look, like pointless. No look. Five yard passes. Yeah, for a right uh, like doing backflips. You know, doing, uh, it really is. It really is. Considering he's like one of the least Brazilian footballers that you could come across. He is so fucking cement mixer. It's, 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 he tries to make up for it with a flashy haircut and uh, a million pounds in psychotherapy. Yeah, exactly. And videos of him dancing pre-match. Like it's, it's a little pre-match. Uh, like, you know, you, you get players who clearly have like their own graphic designers who are obviously just a mate of theirs because they're all shit at yeah. graphic design. Yeah. <laughs> but they all have their own little like match preview image uh, yeah. that they'll post online. Tottenham versus Luton and it's just a photo of him <laughs> Kendall Worth Road <laughs> exactly <laughs> uh, did you see um, did you see the Ross Barkley side for Luton and, no uh, it's, I mean yeah yeah oh. wait was it Luton I'm pretty sure it was Luton uh, where was he was he not in Nice or something last season he was at Nice. Yeah, yeah, he was at Nice. They let him go. Um, Fucking tourist. And yeah, yeah. So he, uh, so yeah, so he signed for, for Luton. But they've got an orange kit, and they've put him in the orange kit in a really orange within really orange background. Uh, so it's kind of made him look orange. But he's orange. So the whole the whole thing is weird. And I mean, he looks depressed. It's not quite Aaron Lennon signing for Everton levels. No. Um, but oh, he, oh, yeah. Sorry for oh, Jesus Christ. Yeah, that video of Frank Lampard. We did it. We, we did, did it. it. And he just got Delhi standing alike, did we? We did well. We did well. <laughs> yeah. 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 This is the yeah. first time I spoke to you, mate. No. I know. I know. Um, yeah, no, Everton's great value. He's, he's, he's won over. I think the majority of the Spurs fan base just on pure enthusiasm. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, I mean, he's, in the Conte system, he's expected to be a wing-back. He's not a wing-back. Um, like, he's a better full-back than Poro. 
but Poirot's a better wing back than Emerson. <laughs> so you kind of needed a combo of, of the pair. And, you know, it's, yeah, he's, he's, he's looked fine. But he's, this is Lion City Sailors, isn't it? Um, <laughs> let's see how he fares once, real, once it's done. It's a collectible of a match, that one. Lion City Sailors. <laughs> Yeah, I, it's going to be a competition uh, question on, on Crutcham's Sport or whatever the hell fucking version of that still exists. But what on earth? Lion City Sailors. Yeah, who did Richarlison score his first hat trick for Spurs against? Yeah. <laughs> it's, mm. uh, it's astonishingly pumped. Yeah. Pumped out of preparation for the season. Um, so, I, uh, so that's our back four. I think yeah. we're going to keep Van de Ven in reserve. He should watch some stuff. Get a house, for fuck's sake. Look at some... Yeah. Have, have Eric Dyer take you around some coffee shops in Hampstead. Yeah. I mean, who yeah. knows? Maybe he'll come on. Maybe. Uh, but, I, I think yeah. in my mind, it would be... Uh, we 2-0 down after 15 minutes, and then we have to bring Van de Ven on. <laughs> <laughs> after two balls hung up to uh, Davies, he just sits there shrugging his shoulders. Like, fucking <laughs> shrugging there. I'm shit, boss. You know I'm shit. What the fuck? <laughs> we spoke about this. <laughs> yeah. We had a lengthy conversation about just how shit I was. We did, we did this already. It's nine years mm. I've been fucking just hanging around. You know, every every close season, I come back for pre-season thinking that somebody's taken my locker, but it's still there with my name on it. My name on it. I don't know how. Yeah, it's absolutely it. Yeah, every every summer I empty my locker, but really, it's incredible that it, uh, I can always fill it up again in the summer. It's just wonderful work. Um, yeah, I mean, I think Van der Ven's introduction will depend probably on how the first couple of results go. Because, <laughs> like yeah. I said, there's, there's going to be a betting in period. There's going to be some pumpings uh, that occur. Yeah. Um, so I think that will probably dictate how if quickly. Yeah, if you're looking at uh, the development of a player, you want to get them through the sharp end of shit as quickly as possible so you can rectify it. Well, yeah, and I think he would probably would have been told that he's going to get thrown in pretty quickly because like, you see the interview with him and obviously speaks very well. Um, basically talk about how he's kind of been made captain. <laughs> I don't think he was captain at Wolfsburg, but he's no. played games where they've made him captain. Yeah. Uh, and the last club that he was at, he's like, yeah, after my first season, they made me captain oh, at 19. Um, yeah. so, I, I started following them. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, it's, 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 it's an indication that this is a guy who's ready. Uh, and I'm sure the conversations with him would have been very much of a, we need you to be ready. Um, so it's just going to be a bit like with the Hugo Lloris and um, Brad Friedel handover. Yeah. How quickly is it going to happen? Hmm. Like, are you are you going to dig your own grave in the first game by getting shafted by some Brentford player? <laughs> cool. If you are, then you're going to get replaced a little bit quicker. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, we'll see. But it, we, we all know it's inevitable because yeah. it's, it's just better. It's just better. Did you see uh, yeah, I wouldn't expect him. how appallingly bad uh, Dyer defended for the Ansu Fati goal yesterday? My word. 
I, 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 yeah, I mean, he, he looked at the linesman. He wanted to do a version of a human who wasn't wanted to defend at all. That's what it was. He almost pushed yeah. him to keep him, pushed him to, um, to allow him to evade the tackle. He was so far away. Well, he, I think he, um, it looked based on um, his reaction. It looked very much, he looked ex- very confused that it wasn't offside. Um, I mean, Vicario went bonkers after that as well. Hopefully, yeah. it was it was in reaction to that. Uh, but yeah, no, he genuinely there was just a look of he shock on his face, through. like how how is he, this not offside? He allowed him to go through. Yeah, it was just, yeah, it was just... terrible. And it wasn't like he couldn't get back there. He could. Yeah, he just stopped. He actually yeah, he stopped just didn't to allow him. <laughs> Yeah. He, he, he stopped. He broke his stride pattern to allow Fancy Fatty to go through. Like, what, what, uh, yeah. what kind of idea of defending? When you consider that you're in your last year of your deal, we considered conceded mm. 60 fucking whatever it was goals last season. You were absolutely terrible. Uh, it's very unlikely mm. you'll get a starting position with us this season, and for good fucking reason. And you mm. visibly don't try to defend like you know that I'm running down my contract anyway so I don't need to have to bother in the first place it was um, just chopping do yeah. something do something don't do nothing yeah um, no, it's weird it's weird he was playing um, offside particularly in a, in a game where Davidson Sanchez was, was fighting uh, many fires and oftentimes of, of you know, their, their personal fires for Ariel Romeo, 
who was like some fucking mm. shit Southampton reject. Who was playing for Girona. Yeah, that's a bad Busquets replacement. Yeah, that that's a bad Busquets replacement. That is a bad move. We all know it. We can yeah. see it. I don't know. That's that's how I know how poor you are. Fuck. Yeah. You're getting a guy who is like a kid from the Mazia system, Mazia, what the fuck it's called, uh, has an entire career. Uh, Chelsea signed him. He was shit. Went to Southampton, not really that very good. And then uh, I'm winding down my career. And um, I don't know whether Xavi knows him personally from back then, but to get him back <laughs> in, to stand around a bit. And then you can see this guy, Bissouma, who's twerking. ああ、いや、そう、オブビアスリーベッツンアンオールオブザシェット。うん。あの、あの、あの、あの、あの、あの、あの、あの、あの、あの、あの、あの、あの、あの、あの、あの、あの、あの、あの、あの、あの、あの
<laughs> I think there's a clip of Ange. I don't know. I think it was against uh, Shakhtar, where Pierre is like, "We've done the hard bit." Yeah. There was a point where I think it was. I don't know if it was a corner or a free kick or something. We've kind of just worked our way out of the box, and he's he's controlled it. It wasn't like his first touch was to absolutely hoof it out of play. He's got the ball under a control and then just walloped it up the pitch. I absolutely smashed it up the pitch. I don't honestly know if it coincides no, with Ange turning away in disgust. But yeah, there's, there's certainly Ange turned around in disgust. That's something people have been uh, suggesting. That it, yeah, people have been suggesting that it was specifically at that. I don't know if it was. Uh, Can't remember what's all about, but basically Pierre is not built for what we're doing oh, now. Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. It's over. It's over. Let's yeah. make some money. Yeah. Um, he, he thinks he's better than us. Uh, he needs some European football. Great, great. Go, go away. Everyone's everyone's a winner. You get a European footballer yeah. and, and we get rid of a guy who's conference league. Fine. So um, midfield, yeah. I think uh, Bissouma, uh, Madison obviously plays and um, I think Star for legs uh, up front. We all know it was going to be. I don't think Bayern's going to do it. Yeah. I think the case, game's gone. Uh, we have nice. um, Solomon Richie. Uh, now, oh yes, we didn't talk about Ale- uh, Alejo Feliz. Oh yeah, of course. Yeah, the I don't know anything about him. I watched a couple of videos. Yeah, too close together. Uh, Gabriel Batistuta Regen. Yeah, I've seen him score some absolute belters of headers. He scores headers like the other people score volleys. Yeah, the neck action on that guy is, is something else because he's generating power on crosses that yeah. you can't. So, uh, yeah, why he's not? 19. Why not? I mean, is he... Yeah, I know, it's crazy. He looks 19, like a bit of a unit. Uh, he looks it. physically... It's a sign from nowhere. It's what... Uh, he could yeah. be held a postiga. I don't fucking know. And I don't care. Uh, right now, it's absolutely mm. brilliant. We're picking up kids from absolutely nowhere. Uh, and Lachelso uh, yeah. also came from uh, Rosario, uh, which says to me Lachelso is going to um, have a, a part to play um, in this season for Tottenham. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. It was um, it was it was odd because obviously he signed and you're like, oh, Argentina, and he was like, yeah, Lachelso is going to help me. I was like, what about Romero? <laughs> <laughs> he, but if, if there's a Rosario link or whatever they were called, I've already forgotten. Rosario um, Central. Yeah, yeah, maybe that that might explain a little bit more. But at the same time, it's um, it's Geo working himself into the furniture, isn't it? It's uh, kind of like, well, you might as well keep me around. I'm I'm, uh, I'm keeping the next batty goal sweet. But it's interesting that. Um, all the stories about Luchelso is he's quite a difficult character. He's a bit of an ass. Uh, doesn't ingratiate, ingratiate himself into the team. All that kind of stuff. And you know he's bounced around a bit. Yeah. Uh, Villarreal. Uh, last couple of seasons. Um, Mostly Villarreal, I think. Really. Villarreal, yeah. yeah. Uh, which is absolutely cool. And then now we get rid of the manager and uh, we're playing a little bit more football and he is suddenly back out from the cold, back in from the cold. Yeah, yeah I thought it was good yesterday. He's, like, he's, very, we need to... he's very smooth, isn't he? He's very competent. He yeah. technically is there. 
Um, I, I, I don't like. I think he's, he used to run a little bit more, but mm. he just lets the ball do the work. And I don't mind a player who is better than Oivier, who could do little wall passes and little give and goes um, yeah. to beat the press or to let the yeah. opponent know that um, you are running, you running aggressively at us doesn't mean our football ends in fact that we use your running against you and we pass around you. Yeah. And that that's good. And um, it's an open invitation to play. And just Kelto is very good at that. Feeding yeah. people in, nice way to pass, uh, lens balls to people, uh, feeds people in with um, yeah, the right way to pass for them to do something with it. He does uh, seem oddly incapable of taking corners. No, he can't. He can't. Uh, corners uh, consistently. Have you ever really? seen him cross your pass? No. I have never seen him hit a ball more than 30 yards. No. Yeah. More than 10. Yeah. yeah. He, doesn't, he doesn't do it. He cannot hit a ball. And that's very bizarre. He can't it's hit a ball. Weird. Yeah. He bounces a ball. He bounces a ball around people. Like, like nice to bit of swerve. But I've yeah, not seen the guy swing it, for, uh, smash it for 30 yards, 40 yards. don't think he's done it. I've never seen him kick a ball with his laces. No, even his shots. Like the shot where um, Skip scored the rebound off the post. It was a oh, terrible, terrible shot. He had to score that. It was fucking <laughs> terrible. terrible shot. You just hit it hard. And somehow bounced off the post. Hit it hard anywhere on target. Yeah. Yeah, you, you hit it well anywhere on target. Yeah. Scored. First time on a pullback, goalkeepers yeah. are sitting dark. With nobody in front of you. Thing the world. It he was, uh, it yeah. It was, bounces um, up, the keeper gets a little touch. Hits the, oh, very bad. Yeah, um, it's a but, weird coffee shoot. But in terms of, yeah, ball progression and uh, receiving it with your head up and your eyes yeah. open, he's good. It's good, and it's something that we can use. Um, it's Madison cover, isn't it? It's Madison cover. I mean, we need somebody. We probably have to play one of them. Yeah, totally, totally. Yeah. Madison's not going to be there all the time. He, he yeah. injures himself. Madison is a divey little bastard, isn't he? I yeah. didn't, I didn't realise how. I do know because I've seen it for Leicester against Tottenham, um, yeah. oftentimes. But my yeah, yeah. word, does he take any opportunity to go over? Well, you know, I mean, if you're actually good at free kicks, then I don't mind it. Kind of makes sense. Yeah, yeah. Because uh, he can take a free game. kick. So, yeah, if he scores a bunch of free kicks off it, yeah, cool, go for it. Um, but yeah, no, he really is. He's a bit of a weasel. He's a weasel. Yeah. Yeah. He's, yeah, yeah. he's a likable weasel. He's not like Bruno Fernandez. No, no, he's much nicer than that. Yeah. 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 I didn't. I, I didn't realise. Uh, yeah, and he's very, very keen. You can tell he's quite excited by the whole prospect of this team and what we're doing. Well, I mean, he's nice. been given the opportunity to set Harry Kane up regularly. What more yeah. could you fucking want? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's, yeah. it's the Holy Grail. I said that it's, if uh, um, Harry Kane leaves... Um, if, if you're a creator, yeah, you've got the ultimate finisher. Yeah. yeah, that would have been a bit of a kick in the balls, wouldn't it? He's there uh, on the plane to the Philippines and Thailand. Uh, Eric Dyer, all the England boys. 
And then he fucking yeah. yeah, okay, fucks off. Yeah. I mean, it will be nice to have somebody who can take free kicks again. It's been a long fucking time. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. I think it would be an interesting thing with Madison because he does spray. I think he's good enough that because Harry's. um... Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. 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 But for for the free kicks, I think it's been so long since we've had anybody that can take them um, that it's made it very easy for Harry to just pull rank. Yeah, and it's like, nah, I'm taking this. Uh, but I think with Madison, it's kind of like, no, I'm considerably better at these than you. Uh, so maybe just step aside and let me do it. So yeah, that, yeah, no, I, I like Madison. Mm-hmm. He's he is he's he's a clever clever footballer. Um, he's a guy that will turn on it. He is, and, he is, he is. He's very yeah, no, he's, he's very unEnglish. Yeah, very unEnglish footballer. You don't get, I, I, mean, I don't know whether this is good or yeah. bad thing, but you don't get many like him. Um, and I think there are situations yeah, yeah. where the clubs don't know really what what to do with him because you're like, you're number 10 or you're the best player in the world or you're yeah. quite good in between, but I don't know how to deal with you. And then you went to the World Cup with England and you never got a sniff because there are all these other players that do all of the things that he does but in a fraction of the, the position of, they do all of the things that he does but you couldn't commit to being the number 10 for England or, uh, or Gareth Southgate couldn't commit to Madison and all the other players do the tiny bits that make up the 10 rather than just having a 10 itself yeah uh, like Kane drops in or Saka drops in or Greenish drops in they're all doing that, the role of a 10, but shared around four different roles. Um, you know, gone are the days that we are, have Georgie Hadges and, and um, what's, his, what's the other one? Haristo uh, Stoichkovs. You know, we don't, we don't have, oh, you're the yeah, 10. Yeah. You're the best player here, and we just pass you the ball all the time. Uh, Madison is in that mold, but yeah. uh, we discovered the football doesn't work that way anymore. Um, yeah, but we need to nod a little bit more to that world. But um, I love him in the left slot. He's, he's hitting his lovely little outside the right boots, boots out to early out to uh, yeah. Song, where they're spinning. They, 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 the ball starts at him and it spins ahead of him. Yeah. Um, where you can get your head up, uh, which is what Modric, Modric had. Mm. He could hit the ball the outside of his right foot. It would start like on the touchline and bend around the corner, and then by the time you got your head up, it was in the perfect spot to hit it. Uh, where very few people, very few people do that. And uh, as long as he's giving good early ball, that's all we want. And then um, yeah, pick, a, pick up on the shit, and then maybe whack a few in. I think. Uh, he, <laughs> I think he shoots a lot, but isn't necessarily that effective with it. Uh, but if it's suppression shooting, that's okay. Um, yeah. If it if it makes the other guys be slightly worried about running off him or or closing down too tight for deflect or whatever it is, this um, if he's shooting hard <laughs> early and it make and, and everybody expects it as it 
as, as the ball arrives at him, uh, that could free up space for uh, your man Harry Kane and his uh, quest for 47 goals in one season. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. So, uh, but um, just just wrapping this up pretty quickly because because uh, fuck it. Um, yeah. The of the season is absolutely brilliant. Uh, we got we got a new thing going on, and that's great as well. Uh, we got Manchester United at home, first game of the season, first home game of the season. Uh, that's going to be a lot of fun. Because Ten Hag is going to turn up. It's like, oh, we're bringing yeah, yeah. Ten, we're a Ten Hag team, and Angie's going to turn up and go, "This is our fucking stadium. We're going to blow you off the face of the earth," and that is where we want to be. Yeah. In the first game of the season, yeah. You know, subsequently, maybe uh, after we we're, we're chastened after the Manchester United experience, but I, I, I honestly don't think. If we go out there all guns blazing all of the time, you, um, but uh, you, there's got to be a word of caution because you, if you're going to be relentless, you have to be relentless for 90 minutes. And if you're not yeah. relentless, relentless for 90 minutes, you get beaten 4-2 when you're 2-1 up and we're 20 minutes to go. So, because they've saved themselves a little bit and you burn yourselves out. But yes, the Barcelona game is not indicative of how it's all going to go because none of our, our, our 18 played. Um, but that is the that's the journey we're going on. Uh, Pastor Coglu was pissed off at the end of the Shakhtar because it looked like we were uh, uh, passing. We were running down the clock for the match to go away, which was, you know, we, we, what we spent the last two years talking about. Um, uh, Tottenham with Conte and uh, Jose, we would write off halves. Um, uh, Ange doesn't want any part of that world. It's all about relentless pressure, and, and uh, uh, if you rest, you rest, they rest. So never rest. Um, uh, and it's going to take a certain amount of buy-in, uh, I suppose, physicality as well, in the same way that, uh, in a, but in a different way with the Conte fitness thing, uh, which I find hilarious that everybody was running so hard for the Conte thing, but when it came to a football match, they did very little running at all. Um, I don't know what that was all about, but... Um, uh... Well, you've gone for ages. <laughs> Uh, yeah. Here we go, Francis. Anyway, I was, I was talking shit. Um, it's very promising. It's going to be bumpy, guys. It's going to be bumpy. Let's not lose our shit after we get pumped with balls over the top because we're, um, we've got uh, underlapping uh, left and right backs. <laughs> it's yeah. going to be fucking freakish, but the direction of travel will be correct. It will be correct mm. and powerful and purposeful and um, uh, a beacon for how we want to to push this. Um, yes, relentless. That's going to take some time for, for some buy-in. Like uh, Poster uh, Cogley was saying, uh, some players were doing what I asked them to do, but they didn't believe what they were doing. Um, this yeah. is the process. Um, I, 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 what's your prediction for this season? Obviously, it's yeah. absolutely ridiculous because how can we know we completely changed our mode of play? 
Oh, yeah, no, exactly. As you say, I think it, because we're fortunate in that we have, like, I think statistically the most prolific uh, strike partnership in Premier League history in terms of Son and Kane together, you've already got your goal yeah. scorers there. So if if your mo if your plan is to just try and score as many goals as possible, you couldn't really be better prepared. Um, no. No. So I think we're going to score an insane amount of goals, but yes, yeah, the defensive side is is the bit that's going to take the most time. And yeah. as I say, there's going to be a bit of a period where we haven't quite got Van der Ven going. Um, but mm. obviously, the uh, the final the final pairing is going to be Romero and Van der Ven, so it's going to take a while yeah. to get there. But and even once they're together, there's going to be a period of figuring each other out and all that yeah. sort of stuff and yeah. understanding when who goes and who sits and yeah. all that sort of stuff. So we're going to concede a lot of goals probably. Um, yeah. But I, I do genuinely feel like we're probably going to score a slightly terrifying amount. Uh, I think I think there's going to be... And it, it's, it's hard to care because I just want to enjoy watching it again yeah. and I kind of already well, I, have. I heard somebody saying that the signs, a fair assessment everything that, that I've seen. Uh, Tottenham are going to go back to Tottenham are going to go back to being everybody's second favourite team. Something that we've generally so. down the years always been. Yeah, I think so. I think so. We're just going to be fun to watch and yeah. you know, it's it's easier to be fun it's, it's considerably easier to be fun to watch as a neutral. Yeah. Um, because when it goes horribly wrong, it probably is going to go very horribly wrong. Yeah. But as you say, it's it's a step in the right direction. It's um, but it's about letting it's, the opponent we're, know we're that going the right way again. Going shit, uh, we're still coming for you, and that and that and that eventually wears the opponent down. Or, or and, and through the course of the season, everybody knows what you're going to expect, and what you're expecting is never letting up. Um, and, yeah. You know, it's we know this works. Liverpool did this, but they burnt yeah. out all their players. But oh, yeah, Liverpool, Liverpool did this, and now we're going to do it. And that's great. We're giving young, hungry guys a chance, and that's it's um, like the, the good old days of Spurs in recent memory was the, the Nike slogan, Watch Us Rise. Let's do that again. Mm. Yeah, yeah. No, we're going to shit a whole bunch of people up. Yeah, because eventually we're going to go for the throat. We're not quite there yet. Yeah. Um, like the interview with Ange after Shakhtar, I think, um, where he obviously we've got the um, excessively chipper interview. Who's oh that was really good, wasn't it? You know, oh, that, was, that was a really good time. And coming in like oh, yeah, it was all right. He really is a poor bastard. I mean, he's got to be. He's been the cabbage man. I can't remember what the fuck his name is, um, but he's been glittering turds I don't know for a what while. He's called, but apparently, he's been a, he's been around for a while. But um, I don't know. Like uh, in the world of of media, I don't know how he's allowed to still work because you got the Ben Haynes character, who is the the children TV presenter, a who, youthful who yeah. does stuff, and you know, eventually he might. Yeah, yeah, and that's cool. But is it him or the other guy? I don't understand why. So the, at the end of a match, you've got two guys interviewing, um, which never ever should happen. Never ever should happen. You've got the old bloke, who Mr. Yeah. Cabbage, 
who looks <laughs> like the mate of um he's like as old as fucking Pastor Codley. And in the world of TV, that that you know, we, we this that's the seventies. That's the seventies yeah. when you had fifty seven year olds um TV presenters. We don't do that yeah. anymore. So I don't and then you yeah. got Ben the, the the other guy on the other side who's like yeah, the blue Peter guy. Yeah. Um, yeah, well I think one's for live content and one's for kind of post match <laughs> videos. Oh, like the young guy is is the live content guy. He's on the he's on the YouTube channel. Uh, kind of doing it all on the night, whereas the cabbage yeah, is... Yeah, exactly, because you don't want that more. fucking cabbage man on it. <laughs> <laughs> cabbage with his eyes popping out. But then, then, but then you've got uh, the crossover at the end of the match where they're interviewing the players. And then and, then, and, and Pastor Cogley's like, who am I talking to? Am I talking to Blue Peter guy or cabbage? <laughs> <laughs> it's ridiculous. So it gets to the yeah, stage now. Like yeah, everyone's like, oh, no, no, everybody hates hates cabbage guy. Yeah, he's getting taking a lot of shit. And and Pastor Cogley can't even look at him. Can't even look at him. So I, um cabbage will uh, <laughs> ask a question and he'll go, ha 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 And then Pastor Cogley like, no, nah, mate, you 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 completely got it wrong, mate. You you no, you, no. you widened them up. You're one, you no, yeah. no, 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 no chance, Skip. It, it, oh, it's horrendous. Oh no, it's then, painful. Then, then cabbage is like, oh, 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 we're not laughing anymore. Oh, shit, I thought yeah. we were laughing. Crap. <laughs> we're not laughing. I don't know where to go now. No, I know. Yeah, I we're going to have to sort that shit out. It's the early days of all those shit, but between Cabbage and Blue Peter, we need to sort our shit out. Yeah, there's a balance to be found between Cabbage and Blue Peter. <laughs> <laughs> the Tottenham Chronicles podcast is a Pochettino's barbecue production. In association with Does the Rwandan National Team Have Visit Woolwich on their shirt sleeve productions, featuring two Sunday morning footballers enjoying the fast carnival that is Premier League football through cockerel eyes.